The views expressed on this episode, as with all episodes of Thick and Petty, are solely host opinions. Content here should not be taken as indisputable facts. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Enjoy. On this week's episode of Full House... But dad, DJ's not eating anything. It's my life. I do what I want. I'm trying to look like the models on a magazine. <laughs> and scene. And scene. Thank you. Thank you. We are submitting our performance for the Emmys of 2024. We love wholesome family value shows wholesome. such as Full House. So hello, sister Stephanie Tanner. Hello, DJ. How are you today? Did, um, you, did you eat your, your Tic Tac? I did. It was just too many calories. <laughs> If y'all don't remember, there was an episode of Full House where DJ was um, looking at some magazines and she felt like that she wants to look like the models, right? We And we've certainly talked about this in our Tyra Banks episode, oh, right? The pettiness yes. of the modeling industry and that being skinny was the way to be and it certainly is not the case. And so Mm-mm. it'll make sense for why we opened up with Full House a little... A little, um, a little uh, wholesomeness. A little yes. Bit, to start off the, a, a, the a, sure a, to be... <laughs> The sure to be debauchery of debaucherous type of episode. I'm sure at the end of the day, like they always turn out to be. One hundred and ten percent. But just a little homage to Full House of that one. But it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you too. It has been a eventful couple of weeks. I feel like we've just kind of just been like you and I have been hanging out more outside mm-hmm. of doing just our regular schmegular. We're going out on Tuesday night. <laughs> on Tuesday <laughs> night, y'all. We're going out on a Tuesday night. It's uh, insane. It's sister, it. sister Steph and I went out on Tuesday this past we week. Did. We did. Um, and we got, I got a new nose ring. So I yep. just got to put a little ring in my nose. I think it's cute. And then you did I got your... my doth um, re, well, I had a doth piercing about a year ago, probably back in October of 21. So over a year ago. Mm-hmm. And I had to take the earring out for like a fucking MRI and I never could get it back in right. And so like I was afraid it closed up. They were able to stretch the hole back out. I know that sounds terrible. But sounds like another Wednesday sounds night. Sounds like a Wednesday night <laughs> at the back room of whatever bathhouse you find yourself in. <laughs> Speaking of which, we're going to a spa on Monday. Oh, Monday. What is it called? Um, it's called King, King Spa. King Spa, I'm yes. very excited. I've, I've, When I used to live in Jersey, there was one up in North Jersey. Never had a chance to go. Um, but we found one that's in Virginia about like an hour away. We do have to cross the Potomac for it. So I'm a little upset about that. Yeah. More south of the Mason-Dixon line, but we're going to do it anyway. We can handle it, I think. Yeah. We're so. just, we really want to go like to the... Check it out. It sounds mm-hmm. fun. It's got like yeah. they've got pools. They've got like ice rooms. And yeah, a bunch of different types of saunas, yeah. indoor, yeah. outdoor pool, ice baths. Sounds really yeah. cool. It sounds like a very relaxing. Yeah, I have a staycation coming up, so I'm really excited to like Kick start the yes, like that. start the staycation yeah. with that. Steffi is just coming along. Coming along. Yeah. Having a sister day. And so. a sister, sister, sister day. Yes. Sister, we, sister. We, yeah. Never knew how much I'm. Yeah. yeah it's just, <laughs> so it's just like we definitely wanted to hang. We've definitely been hanging out more because. As some of you may know, my last official day at work for my nine to five was this past Monday. Mm-hmm. So I have free time on my hand. We're right gonna now. call this fun employment. It is fun employment. I've actually been having fun. I really have. Like it's just like I don't really think I've been able to let loose and have fun in a minute mm-hmm. because like work just takes up so much of your time. It's Correct. like so much of your life, and it's just you never really get to unwind. It's probably been like a year since I've last unwinded. I went to Spain last mm-hmm. year right before mm-hmm. I, right after I started this job. So it's like, it's okay, fun. I get to actually 
chill out, re like reset myself officially before I like look for the get on the job hunt like hardcore. But yeah, right, right. I'm just taking the time to spend with people, with my peeps, do some fun things. So that's definitely what we're doing here. Yeah. So, um, do you have a petty of the week you'd like to discuss? Oh my God, let's talk about the petty of the week. Is Mr. Fucking Donald J. Trump? May he go sit on a sick dick. Let me yeah. tell you this. So this motherfucker, as we all know, got. Not one. Not one, not, not two, two, but now a third. Thrice indicted. <laughs> thrice indictment. So it's just like, okay, motherfucker, something's going to take you down. How about he came to D.C. because, of course, this trial, this um, this particular case is for January 6th, insurrection um, that happened in January 6th, 2021. And so they get brought him up on, was it three charges? It was four. Four. I think it was, four, think it was four, and they said there was more to come because apparently you're allowed to do that. But like, yeah. they wanted to make this um, this indictment and the paperwork in order for this court appearance to be really kind of easy and yeah. good for like the American people to understand that like this was the interference in elections. This is trying to overturn it and like yeah. all this shit. So it's definitely like one that I think could really nail 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 them in the coffin. However, we are talking about Trump. <laughs> so I, I, like, yeah, we you never know with that fool. I feel like of the three indictments, yeah. this one might stick the most. This one might stick the most, and plus they do have a pretty. They have a judge who has been handling the January 6th cases, handling this one, too. Yeah, so definitely, so, like, one who certainly is, like, no bullshit. In the know. She's in the know. She has no nonsense about this stuff. We have to take this shit serious. She definitely takes it I serious. I will say one of the interesting things, and I'll definitely, when you get back yeah. to your pettiness of the week with Trump, but I think, like, living in D.C. has been really interesting because wasn't here when January 6th happened, but my sister was certainly here and kind yeah. of hearing about the aftermath. But I think now, especially that because Trump did come yesterday, that they, like, really heightened security because they're not sure, like, I mean, they said they had, like, bomb-sniffing dogs. They had a bunch of, you know, mm -hmm. other security detail. They had people with rifles. They had X, Y, Z. They were actually using snow plows to block off the road entrance wow. just to try to, like figure out was this going to be a big deal or not. I ended up not being necessarily a case because he literally went to the courthouse through the basement, mm -hmm. never saw his face until he got back to um, Obama National Airport, refused to call it Reagan, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, we... we so... No, 100%, because that has always been... I learned that moving here is you do not call it Reagan National. It's just... It, it is, is Obama. It is Obama. Or just... Or just, or just DCA or... or but, just DCA. Yes. Our, but DC but National. Me and Auntie yeah. like to call it Obama, so we're well, going to have it strict, stick a little bit so it's now Obama National Airport. Okay. Well, I would, I would probably use Obama Airport 100%. Yes, uh, ma'am. But yes, but the thing with the Trump, what he had the nerve to say coming into our beautiful city of D.C., says Trump tramples on D.C., says that says there's decay, rundown buildings, graffiti, etc. He was on like 395 with a view of monuments and interstate, the tunnel under the Capitol grounds. It's a tunnel. And then like nice downtown. Mm -hmm. They're just like, what was run down? So right, he is nothing. so fucking bitter about how DC rejected him that he had the nerve to go on his little true social, whatever the fuck he uses now, to say that DC is like a shithole. I'm just like, are you fucking well, kidding me? Well, because when he was here, he made it the best of the best of the city, and it's like, no, bitch. Like, <laughs> you did not. You ruined this fucking city. People just hated you. They didn't want you here. And it's just like, oh, my God. So I'm going to start to say... As I always say to Trump, fuck you. And were you looking in the mirror? Were you looking at the reflection in the actual gilded 
car, whatever the fuck you were in. Mm-hmm. We look at your ugly face because DC mm-hmm. is not trashy. It's much better since you left. And they don't want you back. For sure. And I would say, like, so my segue into the pettiness of the week with you and Trump is the pettiness of Twitter. I'm sorry, formal X, formerly known oh, as Twitter, because like literally fuck X, it's stupid. It's so fucking dumb. But <laughs> people, people be wiling on fucking X, Twitter, Twitter, <laughs> threads, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Uh, so in the same vein, Trump on Truth Social had tweeted something like he saw Trump says he saw filth and decay in his trip from DCA to federal court, and that was reported by NBC Washington. Mm-hmm. Somebody, somebody had the nerve to tweet. Honey, that's just Arlington. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a very like if you if you live in the DMV, if you know anything about like Arlington and being these, it's just a very funny, very funny tweet. And there's a bunch of that coming out of it. Always, you always like my one of my favorite stand accounts is Washingtonian props. Shout out over her over her district. These are super funny. So if you live in the DMV and you do not follow these, those are like accounts. Please do. It is hilarious. Those are like required following if you live in the district. There's just no way because like they. Watch Tony and Problems has me in stitches every fucking day. Oh it's my just God. like, I, know, I know it's black people running that shit. My it's favorite. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and one of my favorite, one of my favorite was over her district. So I was, um, I was on it and someone said <laughs> it was a tweet about uh, it was these girls leaving from Georgetown University and they were saying like the one girl was like I wasn't invited to that person's party like why was that and it was the other girl was like bitch because you don't know her I do <laughs> like it was just like that's all it was See? it's such a drama I can't I can't and I was so like oh my funny. god leave it to like these like leave it to like the, 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 these people to be talking to about to be talking about like not being invited to a party like it's not that serious it's not uh, euphoria bitch oh my god that is so hilarious girl gotta love the district gotta love the district so yeah the petties of the week go to just trump 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 as usual and it's just like and i think i did i sent you the video on tiktok where like desantis was in florida yes yeah and he's like we need to i feel like we need to share that on our 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 story or something Mm -hmm. on the on the on instagram because it was just like they were talking about how bad he's doing against trump in the polls and they're both morons at the end of the day. And he's like, well, not here. Like, talking about, like, that Florida, like, Trump is not leading. And it was so awkward. Yeah, it's so awkward. And, and it, you can tell, look at his face. But also, like, when he, like, rubs his face, like, he just sort of, like, grabbed his mouth and, like, basically, like, yeah, like his jaw off his hinges. Yeah, it's, and and he was, like, <laughs> wiping his... It was just the weirdest, most It's like he was massaging his mouth. Like, he just gave, like, a blowjob, like, the biggest uh. dick in the world. And it's just like, you know, like, what were it you was, It was thick... It, it was, was thick. a soda can. Oh god! Ooh, and it was rusty. It was a rusty can. Ooh. So sorry. Is that, sorry. Is that what we're calling his wife's vagina? <laughs> 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 I mean, is that what we're calling his wife's vagina? I know we're calling rusty the, the dick that he sucked. <laughs> the rusty can. <laughs> I mean, the eyebrows. She had them. Damn eyebrows. Uh, she had the nerve to come out in public. Like, girl, you do not nerve. have a gay friend in the world. Like, uh, girl, please get one. Speaking of getting nerves, <laughs> getting up. <laughs> <laughs> this week's episode. So this came up because there's a um, person on TikTok that Ro- both um, um, sister Stephanie and I listen Rob to. Rob Anderson is his name. He's hilarious, but he does a lot of reviews of different shows, movies, books. Recently, the where and if, when I first found out about him, he was doing reviews of Seventh Heaven episodes. Yes. Now, if y'all remember Seventh Heaven. That shit be cray. It be cray. Because it yes. was like kind of like evangelical. Like the guy, the main, the father was the priest or the pastor. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say pastor because priest is very Catholic. They were it not Catholic. Catholic. Yes. The pastor. Wife being like 
whoever the fuck she was. Uh And then the family. And basically every episode was a moral that would like basically came from like Beatitudes in the fucking Bible or basically like Mm -hmm. affirmations of the morals of the story, right? Yes. Yes. You know, like the one son has cigarettes. It's like, you shouldn't smoke because you'll die. And then it's like basically shaming him for like wanting to have like some fucking nicotine, right? Like I just, like, (laughs) this is basically what it is, right? And why God says you shouldn't smoke. It just was about the pot. Like I smoked pot before. Yeah. It was like, and it was just like, such scandal. It was like, not not the pastor's wife, no. It's like, like, oh my God. Like just stop it. Hunty, relax. But. Anyway, so he reviews all these episodes. Certainly, I would love to get in it with you, Steffi, about Fifth Seventh Heaven because I've never watched a show. I've only seen like a handful of episodes, and it was cheesy then when I saw it. And I, I only I want to. I only want to do it now because of TikTok. And the way that they're talking about these episodes just being something that I think being high would be really fun to watch. Oh, absolutely. Like the, <laughs> one, of the, one of the greatest movie viewing moments of my life is when it was in the middle of the pandemic and like Mona, I don't know if it's Mona and I or several, it was, it was like a few of us watching, watching, um, television and we got extremely stoned, like these massive bong hits. It's like we were doing like bong hits, like. Every night after work, because it was just right. Like, what else you do? Right. What else do you do? So like, and we decided to watch the movie with Kirk Cameron, Left Behind. Oh, uh, we watched that. One is that the like the apocalypse or something? Yeah. Yes. It's just yeah. Like the and it was like the whole rapture happened mm-hmm. or whatever. That's the rapture. That's what and it was. like it was just like we were so stoned, we were like crying and laughing because it was so bad. It was just like. What the fuck? And they made multiples of these movies on top of that. This is going to just show you how weird Christians are. I'm sorry. <laughs> They're fucking weird. They're weird. Weird fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. So, The 7th Heaven. He also most recently started reviewing books about Berenstain Bears, which this is why we're talking about the pettiest of the Berenstain Bears. Yeah. Because... It's actually very funny. So I, like I think many of our listeners and certainly us, I definitely, room, definitely read these. Books. Remember Berenstain Bears? Yes. It was like a staple, iconic book yes. series that was in our house. If you didn't have Berenstain Bears, you weren't living childhood. You like really that's basically that's you were you were not a child. You were basically a rock. So it, it, was, like, it was as <laughs> it was as crucial as Sesame Street. Yes. In the household, yes. As crucial. Yes. You yes. had to have, you had to have you Berenstain had to have books, books yeah. or basically you didn't do the Scholastic Fair, right? That's just it was you didn't, so. go to school, you did not participate in the school fair very well you certainly did not so for those who may not know how dare you number one i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna book shame you bitches so <laughs> go on youtube go to the fucking local library and go find the berenstein bears book and it's spelled berenstein with s-t-a-i-n because there's been a lot of issues with like how it's spelled yes. like mandela effect but mandela it's not really effect. mandela effect. it's a lot it, there's some drama Within yeah. the bears and with outside of the bears. So please go watch. Just, one of our fact checkers yes. just like shamed us. Yes. Straight up just shamed us. But hold on. We gotta get a shame. We gotta sh- get a shade break. A yes. shade break. Had the nervous in. The fact that we're talking about this so like we are just shows that we are such millennials and like that is so fucking true. <laughs> It's true. This is, yeah. a, this is such a millennial episode. Like, Total, <laughs> totally. Yes. And we're sorry, Boomer, being in here. <laughs> See the Boomer. Sorry. Woo! Not that. Anyway, <laughs> yes, continue. Continue. I just had to take a break to acknowledge that. A little bit of shade that came. So, beyond the shade. So, Bears and Bears, basically <laughs> written by two 
by a married couple named Stan and Jane Berenstein. They have since passed away. Now their son, Mike, is the one who has partial authorship of the series. Um, it follows a family of, of, of anthropomorphic. We're going to be very, you know... Um, hooked on phonics, on very thesaurusy today. Anthropomorphic grizzly bears who generally have stories and life lessons, right? And all those books are basically around that. There's almost 400 titles, which I think is interesting. What? I thought yeah. I had so many of them. There were 400 titles. Yeah, and about like online, hashtag Wikipedia, says about 260 million copies in 23 languages. Of course in different languages, because why else would you probably It started not? in 1962, so really since like 1962. Oh, they're that old. They knew they were old when I was reading them, but I didn't realize they were... Damn, I wonder if my mom had those when she she knew about them when she was I, a kid. I, it, for what I remember, it was like the book that was like passed down. Like I don't remember like we actually bought the Berenstein Bears books or if they were passed down from. We like, definitely bought the books for me. Okay. We definitely bought them for me. Or somebody yeah. gave me one, and then I was so obsessed with it that I just like. So I think like in six, like my mom was born in fifty eight, so like in sixty two she would have been four, or five years old. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, I probably at that like prime age where like if she was gonna get books, it would have been probably yeah. Berenstein Bears and likeness of Sesame Street potentially. Very much, yeah. yeah. So I think, man, my mom was like all of two. Today is my mom's birthday, so she was she happy birthday, mama. Yeah. So, oh yes, happy birthday. Yeah. Happy so birthday. yeah, it's but yes, it, so these have been around for a minute. They've, so been they around. Yes, been mm-hmm. around for a minute. So it follows like the, a family of four who end up becoming five, and that was a whole drama anyway. But basically, oh, four yes. bears that live in a big tree house in bear country. You have Mama Bear, who's a perfectionist and housewife. Mm-hmm. Papa Bear, who's a bumbling idiot. Then you have Brother Bear, who was originally named Small Bear. And then later on, you had Sister Bear and then the baby Honey Bear, the BB. See, I think I'd stop reading about the time Honey Bear came along. Honey Bear. Honey Bear. Honey Bear. Honey Bear. And so many and so many of the books, if you can remember as I do, right, talking about bullying, uh-huh. trying to avoid being messy in the house, like how do you have good sportsmanship, going to the dentist. At one point they said online safety, which I'm like, that would probably have been like at Y2K. If that had been, yeah, I'm like, like, so these books went on for a while. Yeah. Okay. I also can't imagine any kind of fucking internet in bear country. I mean, like, let's just really, I know we're a bunch of little faggots in this house, <laughs> but like, what would be on the internet in bear country? What would be on the internet? Yeah. Like, what would be online safety necessary lessons for these kiddos in bear country? I don't know. Don't talk to this to the to the scary man in the city. I don't know. I don't. I mean, what do you? I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. It's like, what can you possibly look up? Like, how do I treat? Okay. Or here's the other fun question. This would be fun. What would we name? Like, you know, like AOL was instant messenger. Like, what would you name like that product in bear country? Like, what would you call it? Okay. So a like, like aim. What would yeah, be the version like, of aim? Like, and, like, um, like honeycomb or something, or like <laughs> bear cr- bear bear. Claw. Oh, Raw. bear claw. Bear claw. Bear claw. Rawr. Or bear. No, or or, or <laughs> bear necessities. Oh, yes, bear necessities. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I love that. Growler. <laughs> Auntie, you're sorry. Growler actually is very appropriate. That's very appropriate. And bear. I think the other gays listening just came up with Growler first, or before. Before our, before our, before our square asses did come up with it first. We're so fucking basic. We're so it's like, I, I swear, it's just like. Okay. So beyond beyond online safety, <laughs> they also did childhood obesity. They talked uh, about like how to you know like create friendships, maintain it right. So it's very yeah. much like family values. 
instilling on your kids. Like, exactly. It's like it's like it's like Aesop's fables, but probably more moral oral or like or like or i know like, i think uh, more like more accessible right because i feel like aesop's fables were like really like you didn't really think critically about them no right? you didn't think you didn't think about those because they were more, you got to think about it. people back when those were written were more like and like philosophy very like ethereal right like very just like you're you talking know, yeah right you're talking like the rabbit and the what is it the hare and the turtle the, right? the rabbit the rabbit the tortoise and the hare the tortoise and the hare yeah, yeah. i knew there were some kind of animals it like was, that but basically it's always animals like, like, always right, animals. like like that was like a really like intense it was an intense race, right? And basically that, like, slow and steady wins race. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it would have gotten that right away unless, like, you get to the end where, like, moral, slow and steady wins the race, right? Where with Berenstein Bears, is basically, like, don't have a cigarette, you will die. And that was what Mama Bear was saying. <laughs> like, that's really what it was. You know, like, it was, like, kind of to the point. <laughs> As society evolved from Aesop, we just became this very more blunt. And more like very blunt <laughs> and more basic. And basically just get to the fucking point. That's what it was. At least, like, it- the books are just like, and I just remember, the, and I know these books because, like I said, we've read these as kids. Yes, we're millennials. Some of us are millennials. Like, I think I, I'm definitely a millennial that came, I'm the four, born in the first, the second official year of millennium hood, I guess you can call it. Um, but, like, what's crazy is that it's like, I remember reading these books and I never got, like, a moral from them, really, me, personally. And I thought, I was like, oh, this is a nice little story, you know. I would probably never handle, I don't experience these things the same way they do or whatever. And it was always fun reading. I just like used to just read them just for pleasure. Yeah, and I think like, I, th- I, I think why this is an interesting episode to talk about is because there was definitely some petty things about Barrett Seabirds and we're going to talk about them in a little mm-hmm. bit. But I think yeah. at the end of the day, like these were staples in our household. Yeah. So like for me, like these are the books that I grew up with. And so I, there's no, I'm not saying anything I dislike the books because certainly I did. And I remember even watching the TV shows because yeah. that came out at some point in time too. Too. Yeah, it came out much later. I tried to stop the Yeah, so it's like, it just more that, like, as you get older, right, and so many things from our childhood we always yeah. talk about is like, now we see it through a different lens, a more mature lens, yes. right? We're like, okay, y'all were like really kind of petty. Y'all were, yeah, and we have some examples of that. And I think there's just some really, just to get a little back, let's just talk about the characters a little more. So, first of all, the one petty thing about this is the ideology of these people being young, a young family. Oh. That is what throws me. Okay? I'm gonna give, I give you, I want to give you all five seconds to just, we're going to pause. Yes. Think about how old you think Mama Bear and Papa Bear are. Ready? Go. Go. Okay. Think about what some of your answers were. We're going to tell you they were... How old was Mama Bear? 27. 27. And Papa Bear was 29. In fucking sane. There is no way. <laughs> There's In no fucking sane. Fucking way these people are 27, 29 years old. They dress like they were fucking 45. They are the Jim Bob and Michelle Duggar of Bear Country. I mean. With those fucking clothes. There's no way they're 27. That should have been our first clue that this was some fishy shit. Okay. So it's just like, okay. So this is like 27 years old wearing a full on moomoo. Frock. A frock. <laughs> not even a cute frock. It was not a cute frock. It was like, you can, this thing was like polka dots. Not even. I think it was just like a sol- I think it was just a solid blue. Maybe in like old episodes when there she was like, some episodes where, where she, she actually had some money. Her maybe she bought some. Her nightgown or something was a different color. It was also another. Uh, maybe, oh no, you know what? She actually took the curtains probably off her fucking uh, windows and did that. No, see, it was solid blue. Okay, it was solid blue, but there's, I've seen her in like a pink and white polka dot thing too. But what? Okay, what's with the hat lady? Really? What is that? Is that a Bonnet. It's a nightcap. It's a bonnet. Is she? Is it, oh my god! This supposed to be a black family. Oh, it's we a, all just had a revelation. It's a whole nother layer. 
No. Holy okay, shit. Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. We need to take a step. We need to take a step back. We're just having like a crisis right now. So <laughs> it was basically. Okay. Okay. She did have a dress. She had one that had polka dots on it. Yeah. Okay. okay. So basically it was written by white people. Yes. So could it be a possibility that the Berenstein Bears are black in this alternate reality in bear country? What do we think? I could see it. Because if you, if you think about it, look at how like. Like not homely, like their living situation is. It's like very just like. It's very, it's very like. It's, 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 it's giving very southern. southern. It's giving very sharecropper to me. Is what it's giving. <laughs> it's giving sharecropper. Okay. And it's so, just like okay. So Stefania thinks potentially. I think this is are. like. I think this is like a way of. God, I'm going too deep with this. I mean, I mean like, <laughs> I mean, we're literally all having like this kind what of. What if like, these authors? What if these authors like illustrate? Will like have this idea of like. They were kind of racist. I'm like, okay, we're going to make this an animal family. Well, it was the 60s. So. I mean, that's not too far off. It was the 60s when they was, these people were created. All right. And she has a bonnet on her head. No white lady uh, was wearing that back in the 60s. I mean, Papa Bear was smoking pipe tobacco. I mean, that might have to give it away. But, Auntie, what do you think? What do you think? What, is, what does fact checkers think? Uh, the bonnet is, like, is giving me black coated. Thank you. It's giving black coated. Oh, that's a whole other layer to this. Oh. Is this like how to like? Is this like some type of like thing to like try to draw in like black people to the Christian the oh Christian God. lifestyle? Can y'all, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna request this again because y'all don't listen. Please let us know in the comments if you think this family is. Please, black I need. Very, need I, we're really. I'm actually really curious. Now. I'm really curious that this is like black coded because it seems so like it would be looking at the looking at the scenarios and looking at it feels like very just like. Well, and also we talk about like the characters, right? We're saying that like Mama Bear is a housewife and perfectionist, right? She's always the one that needs to solve the problems and like get this and set everybody straight. Yeah. You had Papa Bear who was like the bumbling fool, like yeah. over, like very overambitious, kind of like yeah. la da, whatever. Yeah. And then you had the brother and sister that were just like growing up and going through life. Right, like throwing tantrum, tantrum, temper tantrum. Excuse me, Ugh. telling lies, like. It's just a weird thing if you think more and more about it. It's such a weird little thing that we're like, now, this is like, I will oh. say, like, the Berenstein Bears were named after clearly the authors who are Berenstein's. Who yeah, are but that's like, like, that's like giving, like, self-preservation, honey. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has anything to do with it. So people think, oh, they're Jewish bears. No, no. Th these are, like, straight up just, like, this is, like, this is, like, if you took Mary from 227 and put her in a frock. <laughs> <laughs> No, but see, like, but, like, at least, like, I think, like, Mama Bear is, like, trying to, like, she actually, like, solving the problems where Mary just and not makes just making them worse. Yeah, okay. Mary just pedals and makes okay. it worse. Okay, 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 yeah. it's fair, it's fair. Where, like, Mama Bear is sending them kids straight, be like, yeah. no, you're not fucking doing that. And, and right before we started, like, actually, like, recording today's episode, we were talking about this pro this topic about the Bear and St. Bears before, mm -hmm. and we're like, I wonder how Christian coded this was as well, because it's just like it felt very Christian. Yeah, so I think you like think about it from what my what I read in my research that it really I don't think it necessarily start out as being heavily Christian or giving Christian undertone overtones of like do this because it's like the godly way to do it. Yeah. It's only after like once they died and the son took over the the publishing and the authorship of it, then he started to make it a little more, more, more worldly, like more, more yeah. like mainstream kind of like we're just attacking just ish, just things in general, like how to make, keep kids safe on the internet, like things that are like nice to have, you know what I mean? Yeah, so exactly. that's things that 
not so much moral lessons or anything like that. That's what that felt like it was driving towards when it first started. Right. And I think they ended up like doing one that was like, um, oh shit, what was the title of it? It was something like along the lines of like the God, like God's way or something like that. I forget what the title oh. I'm not trying to look for it now, but basically uh. they like end up becoming a little bit more Christian, a little more preachy, yeah. So that would have been later on. I'm looking for that. Well, that that tracks with these like religious people because like when they're younger and like a little more freer, they're not as like zealoty like. But when they get older and they get close to death and they think heaven and hell is like a real place, they like get all like preachy. It's just like, oh yeah, in 2017, one of the books that they created was called The Berenstein Barrett's God's Wonderful World. Like literally, it's a God's Wonderful World. Oh, that's so late. Bless our, Nobody was checking for that kind of stuff in 2017. Bless our pets. Berenstein Bears' Book of Prayers. Oh, no. All no, God's no. Creatures, Easter Blessings, Easter Sunday. Well, you know what happened around that time, too? Oh, Trump. Trump was in office. <laughs> Trump was in office. That's why that shit went off the season. I know they, I actually remember reading that they did create, like, a Bible that was, like, children-friendly, and it was, like, with the Berenstein Bears. So I do remember that. Oh, to kind of make it more accessible for children. That's so fucking weird. Because, first of all, children's Bibles are weird anyway. Because they're so weird. Like, I had one that was, um, oh my god. What were, like, those fucking, like, um, ceramic angels that were, Oh, like, Precious Moments? Yes. I had a oh, Precious Moments yes. Bible. I swear to God. Yeah. I swear I to God. I had a coloring book. I had a Precious Moments coloring book, Auntie, girl. Yeah, Auntie, it was my fucking, like, like communion gift. Like, that's what it was. <laughs> I am gagged. Gag, goop, gathered, and blessed. So that's what <laughs> she was. Ga- oh, put it on a t-shirt, honey. Put it on a t-shirt. That needs to be a t-shirt. Goop, gathered, and blessed. Thank you. Gag, goop, gathered, and, and blessed. blessed. I need that on a t-shirt <laughs> right now. Okay, it's just like I need it like ASAP. Because I, I said I don't remember precious moment, but I remember like we used to have the Christmas ornaments or like shit like that. Like, yeah, they were, and then I remember getting this bomb. Like, why? these like things like it was like the little shepherd boy was a precious moments angel all the and i'm like oh that makes total fucking sense now because we had, yeah yeah and i used to like precious mother they were cute my grandmother would collect the figurines you get a yeah. few mm-hmm. she got i think she somebody got me a coloring book for precious moments uh. <laughs> and it was the most boring coloring book in the world because it's just like how well, to make this like so, exciting it's, it's so Big and like it, there's not a lot of intricacies of color. You could certainly stay in the lines. When you said this is like, is this like, is this a coloring book for like dumb children? Because I'm like smarter than this. Like I'm like, what is this? Like I'm getting that serious. I was like, I got a Barbie color book that does more than this. This is like, this is not giving what it's supposed to give. Yeah. This is giving some like white bread, Wonder Bread. Let's sit on the cloud and listen to Teen- Teenage Dream by Katy Perry. Yes. <laughs> So let's, let's talk about as white as Wonder Bread. Let's talk about like the criticisms of Barry. Yeah, let's, right? let's, let's talk about it. There's, there's a, there's a lot. Mean, a lot of critics have said that it's very like formulaic, hokey, yes. abominable in some cases. It's a, fucking weird. Quote, little more than stern lectures dressed up as children's stories, right? And even one, there's this editorial in 1989 in the Washington Post called Drown the Berenstein Bears. What? Where basically the editor, the columnist wrote that, quote, it is not just the smugness and complacency of the stories that is so irritating, but the bears themselves particularly the post-feminist Papa Bear, a wimp so passive and fubbling he makes Dagwood Bumstead look like Batman. Not Dagwood. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Like, they like, really got hammered. They got slammed. When was that? Was that this was in 1989. So it was yeah. like a long time ago when they were So this is about it. 20 years after the fact that the books have been published. Like, they're like now becoming an icon. They're like, you said that he was to pass them down. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yep. Oh, my God. So one and he talked about one book. It was the title was Berenstein Bears Forget Their Manners, where Mother Bear, fed up with their rudeness, sets down a new set of family rules of conduct and basically creates these commandments that each accompanied by a penalty. So if you didn't do this, you had to go wash the dishes. Ooh. Empty garbage uh, for those family members who dare transgress. Where then like Papa Bear basically is like, okay, I'm gonna give into it, and then. The kids he doesn't even fucking do right. it, right? Of course, those little kids were bastards in the, the right, day. They really right. were. <laughs> them, them little bastards didn't listen. They were, they were, they were such assholes. They were like really just hard at. They were just like out there trying mm-hmm. to like. The devil must have made them do it. I don't know. It's probably what they're trying to get around these this devilment out there in the world. <laughs> you know. Also, he kind of goes on to the point that like her marrying father bear was basically her trying to do God's work. And basically like she only was just trying to like help him out. The shade. Oh my God. <laughs> Is this person still writing for the time? I don't think so. Oh, no, for the, the, the post? No, I have no idea. I just think it's really I'm funny. living for this though. This is like 30 years ago. Just about. He, uh, he's 68. This columnist. Yeah. So he's, yes. Uh, his employer was Fox News. Ugh, no. That's shocking. No, but well, the Washington Post. Fox News was a whole different Yeah, but it's also there. Washington Post. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, so that's been, like, some of the criticisms. And I would agree, like, as I'm, like, looking back on those books, that it is very much follow the formula. Like, here's the introduction to the story. Here's the problem. Like, which little kid fucked up? Right? Yeah. Here's Mama Bear coming and saying, y'all fucked up. Here's how we're going to fix it. And basically, the problem is solved by the end of the book. There was never just, like, a genuine just story of, like... Like just Lottie Dower. Lottie Dower's having just a fun time. It's always time. some weird fucking story. And mm-hmm. when I was watching one of Rob Anderson's uh, videos, he was talking about the book where um, Sister Bear was getting um, bullied at school, and so Brother Bear was gonna go to the school, like whoop this girl, whoop this bully's ass or whatever, and found out it was a girl that was bullying her, and so he's like, oh, I can't hit a girl. And it's just like. Yeah. Since when? Like, is she like, fuck, like, is, trust me, if, if, if somebody's messing with my little sister at school and they want to talk with me, we going to go. We going to, I don't give a shit. It's like, one, it's, it was one of those, like, we going. I'm, not, I'm not endorsing you to, to, to fight, but if you get punched, if you first, get hit, my mom taught me that punch back from an early mm-hmm. age. If you get hit, you hit back, period. You don't never be the one to hit first, but if you get hit, you better hit back. You better defend yourself. And I'm just like, okay. And so, like, they found out later on in the episode, like, the girl was like, getting abused at home or something. She had, like, a whole life. Oh, whole that life. is deep as fuck. Like, and they're just like, Ooh. oh, we're sorry to hear that. Gotta go. And it was like, it was just like, <laughs> that was a story you were telling It was just like, oh, my God. And I remember that story. It's like, this girl doesn't express that she's having a hard time at home. Oh, and y'all just like, rough. oh. Well, hate that for you. We're gonna go home now. This yeah. is like, oh and my like, god! Time to go have our fucking peanut butter and mashed banana sandwiches. Oh my god! Oh. Another article, and this is from 2014, I guess, called on mommyish.com. And Auntie sent this to me earlier today. It was the seven worst unintentional lessons that the Berenstein Bears will teach your kids. So one of them, for example, is the book The Berenstein Bears and the Double Dare, where it sounds like it's just like lessons of peer pressure. And I think they were like, and then they want to do one about smoking and they were kind of like the authors are like no i don't want to do any smoking because like god forbid we talk about smoking in these books 
end up being some like double dare shit they did at school because kids will be kids. Shit. And the, what she wrote as the moral was, you can't get away with anything as long as you or your parents know the right people, <laughs> right? Like that was the moral of that story. That's the lesson you want to teach. Uh, and that just goes hand in hand with the bullshit we just saw the Supreme uh-huh. Court cut down for like uh, affirmative action. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh my god. Or this other one that was the Berenstein Bears and too much junk food was this was the. I premise. remember that book. And she wrote that the moral of the story was quote once you eat a single Hershey's kiss your health is as good as ruined and there's no going back <laughs> <laughs> it's like can you not have a binge day every now and then you're uh, gonna die from a binge day who loves a binge day I do bro I wanna have one today honestly uh-huh. like I would if, but I just know I'm trying to get the body right for the, the, our, the trip coming up soon that we will not talk about yet mm-hmm. but it's just like I didn't wanna be but trust me after that trip is over I'm having a binge day like I'm having like pizza burgers I want it all yeah Brand new socks and draws. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so not only so not only there are people like who have just like ma- major criticisms of it, but also it sounds like people are like the, that the book series in some capacity did face a few controversies. One being as recent as August 2012, when the publishers were um, facing controversy regarding the fast food restaurant Chick-fil-A. Oh, oh, Chick-fil-A's always uh, in the mix. So Chick-fil-A had a plan to distribute some titles in the series as part of their kids' meal promotion with gay rights advocates urging the publishers to pull out of the promotion due to Chick-fil-A's obvious obvious same-sex marriage Mm -hmm. bullshit, right? The fucking publishers end up going ahead with the promotion, saying that it was not their pack, it was not their quote practice to cancel a contract with an author or any other party for exercising their First Amendment rights. So there's that, folks. <laughs> okay, so that is as another complication to this whole thing. It's like the older we get, and I think everybody who's listening to that, I feel like everybody who's listening to this podcast is probably within our age group, give or take five years, right? Right. And it's just like. Our childhood, it was such fucking bullshit. The stuff that was fed to us. Like, we're realizing as adults, like, our childhood is ruined, like, every day. It's just, like, the things we thought were so kosher and it's so fun. And it's just, like, there's always some, like, underlying bullshit tone to it. You had the bear and scene bears. Like, we thought that was just fun reading. You're learning, oh, you shouldn't do certain. This is teaching kids about le- valuable lessons. But it's not teaching to them in the right way. It's teaching them from a faith-based ex- perspective. And that is not how it should be right and i think it's like kind of what we talked about more about um uh kids bop right that kids it's bop, like you could change like, the language but at the end of the day, it's still the same thing like the same you could say is given. right like i'm playing with a cat when you're saying i'm playing with my pussy like it's the same it's thing the you same can't just you can't just thing. change out a word and say that that's going to make it better it doesn't veggie, do that veggie tales, the same fucking thing oh and, and we blew we blew dd's mind yeah so auntie dd yeah. had no idea that veggie tales was like a faith-based like cartoon series where basically they're like they were doing like Jonah and the whale, but it's basically like the broccoli was the one playing yeah. Jonah. <laughs> like it was just as like just like silly. It's just it's just as, it's kind of like gross if you think about it. Like how they take children's media and spin it into like a religious spin, like put this like subliminal message in your. But head. like that, welcome to America. I mean, literally I know, though, I mean, everything is spun. Everything it's is spun so to crazy. be con- in some capacity Christian and make it normalize normalizing yeah. Christian values. Right, sex is taboo. It, we, all these we've ever, we've brought up in so many different conversations with this podcast and just in general, it's like this country is just so thick. It's just so fixated. We're so fixated on, on like that undertone yeah. about being a. A Christian country when we are not, and I just, and I will say this, and I know we're kind of veering off a little bit, but it kind of goes hand in hand. We're talking about how 
we're teaching children about life and it's just like and it's not teaching them fairly about life because just because you're being bullied at school yeah that sucks i hate that but you need to know how to deal with that on your own in a very mature way like Sending your brother go kick their ass is probably not the best thing to do. Probably not the healthiest thing to right. do. Even though I would go to, we would all go to bat for our siblings. I don't know about you, sweetie, but uh, <sighs> we don't know. You, that's your siblings. You would, I think. I probably am. Yeah. You would, yeah. Anybody, you probably. Well, I think most people you would <laughs> that you like. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like the carrot that you like. Yeah, not in the same way. Like if I don't like, I'm not going to bat for you. But yeah. you know, it's, it's like, but yeah, if it's your sibling, you have like a genuine relationship with your sibling, and you like they're having a hard time in school, you want to try to help them out the best right, way you right. can. But I feel like this Christian undertone bullshit is just like it's annoying, and I feel like, and then you have the other stuff that comes out as like true kid stuff, like Teletubbies. That is true kid stuff. It was weird as shit, made no sense, but it was like right. something to keep them right. like. Right. And like they wanted to bring them down, so they were like demonic and bring it trying to say that Tinky Winky has an upside down triangle that represents being a lesbian or a gay. I'm just it's like, like, all right, relax. It's like chill the fuck out. It's always, it's always, it's a it's people, always. it's the people that create the Christian culture and the things in. in popular culture that they want to also bring it down i like, know like, it's just like you, you can't have it both ways you're like the berenstein bears in my opinion yes the books we read them but they were totally capitalizing on having these like cutesy characters you know like in the actual you know they had these cute characters on these covers they're doing fun things or whatever they're capitalizing on kids loving cartoons in the late 80s and 90s it was Cartoons was everything for kids, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they they bounced on that. They jumped in that so hard. Right. It's, just, it's just like, when are we going to stop doing I feel like we don't do it as much anymore. Because I look at some of the kids' shows they have now, I think these are so fucking stupid. Like, I have no clue what they are. And that's good. I shouldn't under I shouldn't really understand them. They're not for me. No. So to make a cartoon to be, like, adult-themed, like, make it kitty to that get across this very adult mindset, yeah. it's fucked up. Yeah, just totally. Just let kids be kids. Let them watch fucking... Scooby Doo and shit like that. Let mm-hmm. them just watch stupid shit because life sucks after that. <laughs> it really oh, does. Totally, it's like, totally. Let them do it. I will. So the one other thing I'll say to wrap up the Berenstein Bears is if you watch the cartoon, I I vaguely remember it. But this morning when I was doing some research, I was trying to look at some episodes, maybe watch a little clip or so, and really like it really comes to light this like attitude about mom knows best and like you can't mm-hmm. ever stray away from mom. So in the one episode, it was called Berenstein Bears Papa's Pizza. Dumb. Basically, Papa's Pizza. Papa's Pizza. Did he own a pizza chain? No, they wanted to fucking make pizza at home. Oh my lord. Okay. Basically, <laughs> the kids were like. I want to party. And then Mama Bear kind of shamed him at first and was like, a party? What do you think we are? And the kids were like, well, we want to party. And she's like, okay, let's do it. So making him like feel bad for asking for a party only to say, sure, no problem. Like, Lottie dies, all fine. Yeah. So stupid, first of all. <laughs> then they're like, so then the kids are like, they basically like make a fucking disaster of the house. I'm sure. In the kitchen to find food for this party. Their dumbass little minds came up with Peanut butter and mashed banana honeycomb sandwiches. Oh my god! This with a side that. with a side of pickles. This <laughs> makes you want to go sit in the fucking toilet. It's just like uh, my bowel, my bowels hurt. I'm cramping, and so then basically, uh, 
then they were then the kids were talking about like, well, what are we gonna drink with our delicious mashed banana bullshit sandwiches? Oh God, I'm scared to even know what they even. So put. the brother bear goes, we have grape juice or orange juice, and so Mama Bear with her like 50s voice, like she's like, okay, for someone who's 27, she sounds like she's from the 1950s. Like, she's like, 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 like May West, like May West, you, like speak easy. Like, why you, like, like, why don't you come upstairs and see me up there sometime? Sometime. Sometime. <laughs> Right, like it was basically that where she basically was like, you know what I'm thinking. Drag Race, Aiden, what's her, what's her name, like, boo. You know, when she's at, on the Drag Race, where she's like, they were playing that, they were doing that skit where they're like in a hospital. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, uh-huh. Aiden, Zane was supposed to be dead. And they're just like, <laughs> well, what are you going to say? Boo. Is that exactly what she sounded like? Is that exactly what she sounded like? Yeah. And she's like, so basically, so brother pairs, we have grape juice or orange juice. And then she's like, well, what if your friends don't like grape juice? And then sister bear's like, well, they'll drink orange juice. Well, what if your friends don't like orange juice? Then we'll do grape juice. Like, well, what if your friends don't like either of those juices? And they're like, hmm. And then basically saying to the point that like, then the, then the brother bear comes to this revelation where he's like, oh, then mom, this is what happened. Then mama bear offered for like, Let's just sidestep the conversation. Who wants to have right, uh, puffy rice cereal for lunch? For lunch? Yeah. And then Sister Bear was like, oh, me, I'm really excited. And then Brother Bear was like, no, I don't really like, I don't really like puffy rice cereal. And he's like, oh, I get it. We can't just offer food that we like. We have to think about what other kids like. She goes, exactly, my son. Let's go have some lunch now. It's like such bullshit. That is like, so, no. But pause a minute. Okay, first of all, that is not realistic because if you're having a fucking party, you they eat what the fuck you have there. I mean, if you're having like several people come over to your house, it's just like I'm not about to make seven different dishes for and people. And like, what are you getting in Bear Country? Literally, what are you getting? You have there? orange juice. You might have apple juice. You might. Y'all don't have a lot of options. Y'all, this is not a Harris Teeter or Trader Joe's. Y'all not getting Mm-mm. Pepsi, Diet Coke, none of that shit. Y'all ain't getting none of that. I'm like, y'all better get on Growler and figure out what get on Growl can get. The, 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 the delivery service Growler. That's what it is. It's like, instead of Uber, we got Growler, honey. It's just, the show is just like, I look at it now, I'm like, okay, like, ugh, like, we were yeah. such dumb yutzes. We're just such dumbasses. And, like, and then Papa Bear at some point comes in and he's like, all right, kids, we're going to make pizza. And then it's like, that's what they have is pizza. Fine. I, Did they even love- show the party? They did. I didn't get that far because I had to stop. I was getting agitated. (laughs) (laughs) I was getting agitated by this 27-year-old wearing a fucking frock and a bonnet. I can't get over this frock. (laughs) I'm just like, I I swore to, like, when my mom bought these books when I was, like, eight, six, like, I was, like, six, seven years old, right? I think that's about the age I was reading these books. And it was just, like, I thought the mom was, like, older than my mom. And my mom was, like, 20. My mom was almost 30. And I thought this woman was, like, like old, you know, I was like, these people were like some hillbilly hicks. They really were. Who live out in the sticks and just are like country as hell. Hillbilly they ain't got no shoes on. Mm-hmm. I never understood that either. I was always weirded out about them. Oh, they got no damn shoes on. They got clothes on, but no shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Well, it's that's like, like, okay, I'm sorry, but Donald Duck had a shirt on no fucking pants. Okay, that's true. Like nude all the time, but nobody said anything. Then when like he takes his shirt off, he's like, "Oh my god, I'm naked!" Like, bitch, your bottom half has been out for everybody. Ass has been out. You've been airing that kitty out for like days. You've been airing that kitty out for years, honey. Covering your tits now, your whole fucking dick was out basically. Daisy's kitty was out too, right? Yeah, she's had like a bow on her hair. That's what it's just like. Right. Oh my god, Godfrey, take your fucking bow off. You're like, oh my god, I feel naked. Like, bitch, you've been naked. What is it with like, like, and even like. A lot of Disney characters, early Disney characters, never had a complete outfit on. Like right. even it's Mickey, like when they, it's like, like fur comes off is when they're naked. It's like, oh. 
That's disgusting. Can you imagine, like, Mickey Mouse taking off his fur? That would be so disturbing. You would, like, scar a kid for life. Right. Well, I mean, like, like Looney Tunes did all the time. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you got, um, like... And I prefer Looney Tunes over Disney as a kid. Oh, right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was a sick bastard. Looney Tunes, like, went in on things. It went in. I, That's like, I mean, like, even when I watch, like, Animaniacs or, like, Tiny Toons, like, they all, like, were just so I loved, funny. I love physical violence in cartoons. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. And I don't know why. And, or, like, like, the one that's been re- popping up recently was, like, um, Bugs Bunny cutting off Florida. And Please then, like, Lord. Everyone's like, well, maybe it just needs to happen now. Like, maybe, that, maybe that is some truth to that. So maybe yeah. we should just go on down there with the saw and just like... Yeah, mm-hmm. like I did find out my... I do, have a, I do have a cousin who lives there. This is like more of a serious note. This kind of goes in hand with conservatism, Christianity, and, and children. She is a, um, a, th- a child therapist for the school system down there. And she's talking about how she is having such a hard time like doing her job because you can't she's got trans students and she can't call them by their preferred gender she yeah, has to call them by rough. their like actual gender she's like, it breaks my heart every time i have to do it she's like, i don't think i can keep doing it anymore she's like i just can't do it yeah and like the kids are just like we understand it's not your fault and she's like i just don't know if i can sit there with with a conscience and like actually harm these children like that by forcing them to go by their who they who they don't believe they are, and so she's and she's just like they call DeSantis the Saint the Satan down there. It's like I mean, fucking, he's the like, worst. Florida, the worst. it's so it's so rough in Florida right now. Like I have a conference in October in Orlando, and I'm kind of like yeah. I'm not. I'm not worried about going. I'm just more like I don't. I, don't, I just like I, I. The state is just so not for me in so many ways, and I know a lot of gay people that live there. And I'm like, why are you putting yourself through this torture and misery? I know so many gays that moved from other places to move to Florida. I'm like, why? I'm like, I just don't get it. And then it's like, and I'm fortunately I'm going to talk about my research down there, which is like totally oh, good, just like good. hating on Trump and like supporting LGBT students. So it's coming mm-hmm. at a very timely time stupid and i said that but like a timely it's a very, moment a timely yeah. moment right yeah. but it's like i just it's really just banana bonkers to me that a state is just becoming so different and and just not in a great way i'm trying not, i'm gonna try not to get arrested yeah, please, down yeah, there. Yeah, don't, i'm gonna uh, literally keep myself in the fucking conference area the entire time and that's it <laughs> i just i just don't i just don't, and i'm going to florida in december for to go to a um right right to, to go to harry potter world and universal and i just have had zero desire to go to florida i just don't want to go yeah. it's just such a shit show i'm like i just don't feel like i'd be con- Dwayne wade and um gabby union moved their family out of florida to go back to california because they have a trans daughter yeah totally or, uh, it's, it's a very like, it's know, a very real scary thing like scary. florida's becoming gilead of handmaid's tale so like, if, it if, just, gilead, if gilead kicks off it's going to start off in, in florida in florida florida then texas will follow suits really, really. florida texas and then mississippi and yeah. alabama's gonna fall suit i feel like georgia's gonna have a really hard georgia's gonna be like i they're gonna really struggle because they're they're part of the deep south and they're like right. right they're getting more and more progressive like what do they do with that it's just like you well, know. but i will say do you know who can solve all of this who can solve the problems of florida can i can i answer that yeah who is it wendy williams no mama bear <laughs> mama bear you dumb bitch <laughs> What do we could do shit? Ah, I know it's about the first example possible. Mama Bear can solve all problems. Mama Bear can solve all the problems of Florida. Exactly. Just or, saying. Or Beyonce. 
Yeah. Beyonce would just cut it off. It's, it's just, she would probably yeah. literally just like cut it off the continent and it on. Also- <laughs> No, yeah, that was totally, totally. So, on that note, that wraps up our pettiness. So, on scale of one to petty, how petty is Berenstein Bears? Berenstein Bears, now looking at, as a kid, I would say there was zero pettiness as a kid, but as an adult in their 40s. I'm going to give it like a five. I'm going to give it a five. It's a, 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 it's a five good read. It's a, it's a five or four. It's, it's not. They're not super petty. They just done some kind of problematic thing. Yeah, I mean, it got probably closer to a ten back in 2017 with some of the titles they were doing. But overall, with 400 titles, we can't really. Can't knock them knock for, them for like a they're, few they're, I, they're a staple in households. Got yes. It. We need to... Can we... But all I can ask is, can they just redesign Mama Bear so she don't have that Oh, product? yeah. I think we need to bring them into like the 21st century and bring them into like the current yeah. like 2020s. Like, let's just have her not wearing a frock. But there was like an old... Didn't they have like an... Okay, and then we'll end this conversation. But they didn't... Wasn't there like a relative that come and visit them time as like their aunt or something? Oh, who looked like a total like look, lesbian? Look, like a total like, dyke. You yeah. Know, just like, she had a total like... Yeah. Yeah, she had like a total she like a pixie total, cut. Yeah, she had like a pixie cut with like gold hoops, gold hoops like a a, 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 a turtleneck. A, a, is that or a pink um like button down? It was like she was <laughs> giving. Like, wow, she was like giving, like straight up like she was giving. She was giving like um Phil and Lil's mom for the Rugrats. Like, oh, that's yeah. what she was giving. <laughs> she was giving Scissor Me Timber vibes, y'all. I'm just like I'm like this is crazy. Y'all are confusing the fuck out that's the so children, crazy. like for yeah, real, literally. Like oh. you can't be God's creation if you're like this. But here's your aunt. Here's your like, aunt. Who like, lives with her best friend Charlene? You know, it's just like you know, it's just like you know. Charlene. I don't know. I mean, it's not like a real good '80s name. Hell, it's, it's just good. like yes. Charlene. Charlene. She had that. She had that fucking whip, honey. She was ready. So to wrap up our conversation for the day, I don't have a petty text per se, but I have a really funny story to tell about Stefan. Oh, <laughs> I think I know what it is. Even I'm so I'm thing. laughing really hard. So Tuesday, as we said, um, <laughs> this past Tuesday, Stefan. And I met up to go get our and Auntie, you want to listen to this story? Um, Stefan, I met up to go get our piercings and like try to get new rings. You wanted to get your doth, yeah, doth, doth, yeah, doth, doth. The English yeah. language is weird. I don't think it's the English word. It's like something right. else. Yeah. So his ear pierced, basically. So. Get my ear pierced. Yeah. So. He's texting me. He's like, I'm on my way. I'm taking the Metro. I'll be there. I'm like, okay, great. I'm at a Starbucks, like on the <laughs> corner by the Met, by the circle. I'll just see you there. So then he, he's like, okay, I'm coming. I'll be there in like five seconds. So I step outside Starbucks so you can see me across the street. So I see Stefan like walking around the circle basically to get to where I am. And I'll tell you, like, at a first clip, I had to kind of do a double take because Stefan looked real hetero. Like his <laughs> outfit was, it was very like, I, I had to do like a second look because it was like, he was like this black shirt with like these shorts. He had a black cap on. Like I was like, oh, he looked like straight up straight. And I was like, okay, that is my bestie looking real cute, whatever over there. Yeah, total trade. Yeah, it was total, total trade. <laughs> so then he gets right up to the corner. There's like the way that the circle works is like two lights, right? Or like two crosswalks and light in yeah, between. Well, I right. the meeting. It was going, yeah. So I see him and I just do like a kind of little wave like this with like my hand by my like my torso, and I'm like this. So Stefan in his trade then goes like this. <laughs> with his hands up in the air like, like it was giving like real hello dolly honey like, hello, it was dolly. just like I was like <laughs> it was such a hello dolly it was such a hello dolly and I'm like if any straight girl was like hit, like feel oh he's kind of fine that just do it all out the window it's just, it was like, like, it was just like, like Hi. Like a hi. Like hand on it like like it's just like show like a hello like jazz finger type like, girl. I was laughing so hard. He's like, what's so funny? I'm like, you're such a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was, I, it's so 
so weird. It's like I went from being like total like over being like I'm like stuff to like Stefania. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like it went Stephania. from like it went there. It was I, just like I loved, uh, every, I loved every minute of it. It was the funniest day. It was the funniest moment of my day. I was so happy. I laughed about that for <laughs> days. After, for two days after that, I laughed about that. The singing in my mind when I looked so like, even I like yesterday. Yesterday, kickball, you came. He was like, hi. hi. And it's like it's just. <laughs> Like you are a faggot. I'm like, yes, I know, I know. It was, like, it was so good, but that was that was my story. I loved every minute of it, but love it. Well, love it. Sister Stefania, uh, uh, Sister DJ, <laughs> Mr. DJ, Mrs. DJ, put a record on. Put a record. <laughs> I'm gonna dance with my baby. Yes. On that note, we will see you all in two Tuesdays. Two, two, two Tuesdays. And so then we're going to get back to it. Like, probably oh, like September, we'll get back into week our schedule. weekly. We'll weekly. have cooler weather. Yeah. We'll be in sweater weather. So that sweater we'll weather. Back. Sweater weather. You know, weather. if you get around people, they start acting weird in the fall. Sure so do. They start acting. Pumpkin spice comes out and all the bitches go crazy. Oh, it's going to be so. Karen season. Uh, Karen season. Karen season. season. They're coming out to play. Turtlenecks. <laughs> Hiding all them hickeys from the clubs. And apparently looking like the auntie from Embarrassing Bears. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we'll see you all soon. Bye. Bye.